I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. So there are people that I should program into my phone as dangerous time suck. Yes. Or needy motherfucker. Hi, I'm Rachel Bellow. And I'm Suzanne Mushin, and you're listening to the Big Payoff Podcast. Rachel, has this ever happened to you? You've spent all day, super busy, highly productive, getting from here to there, checking things off of the list. It might even be nine o'clock at night, and you're finally sitting down, you're taking a deep breath, and you actually look back on your day and you think, oh my God, I got nothing done. <laughs> oh, so many times. So productive in big fat air quotes. Oh, in other yeah. words, lots happening. Real busy, busy, busy. Check. My thing is I've got, I, I crossed five things Phone off my calls. List. And yeah. I remember being on the internet from three to six 30, just yeah. like down focusing, but I didn't accomplish anything. Yeah. This day wasn't about anything, even though a lot happened. So this is a form of work avoidance, which, by the way, is different than procrastination. Let's be clear about that, because procrastination, when you're not doing something that needs to be done, you know it. You actually are consciously, consciously putting folding off. the laundry, yeah. taking the stuff out of the dishwasher when you should be working on a, and you a know document. in your head. I don't want to be doing that. And but, you probably even use the word. Right. You might even be saying to yourself, uh, uh, you know what? I'm procrastinating. Right. Work avoidance is, is e more evil. Right. And there are many forms of it, Suzanne. That's the point, people. So, oh God, you know, so... we, we are going to show you all the landmines of work avoidance that you may not even recognize. They're so evil. They come up in so many different guises. So let's start with one of my favorites, which is um, other, let's call it other people's issues. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, this is your this is your specialty. Absolutely. So I've got a whole bunch of stuff I need to do today. And. An email comes through or a text comes through going, ah, oh, crisis at work or, um, hey, can you talk to me about this? I'm really confused about this. Instead of saying, actually, I'm in the middle of something or instead of not answering that email immediately or that text immediately, which, by the way, is possible to do. I'm on it, man. I am on it. Like, let me work this problem. And I'll look up and it's 45 minutes and I've 
given them all this feedback and direction on this is what you should do, this is what you should say, oh, tell me more, what am I doing? I'm avoiding whatever it is I need to be working on. But it feels like I'm working on it because I'm working on it with them. You know how I know you've done this? You'll often call me. First of all, you, you're you always reachable. I'm always reachable. It's rare. I mean, even when you're peeing. Always. Like there's yes. just... Ne- it's Especially when I'm peeing. Especially when you're peeing. When I always call you. I There's never a moment. So if I can't reach you for, let's say, 30 minutes... And I know your schedule more or less, so I know you're not at a meeting. That I, I'm dead. But actually, you, I'm serious about this, Suzanne. If you can't reach me, this is just like a sideline. Uh-huh. If you can't reach me for 30 minutes, yeah, you're call 911. Okay. I'll remember that. Okay. But what I also know is that if you're not answering the phone for 30 minutes, you've been in that mm. deep zone of other people's problems mm. because you'll then come back. And here's what I always get from you. You'll say, you, guess yeah, guess what? You won't believe what's going on, and you'll describe the person and their life and their problem. And there are times when I try to be in it with you, like, oh man, that that sounds awful. And there are other times when I'm like, and what why do you care do with us? Right, right. Help me. Yeah, <laughs> I need help. <laughs> right. I just so uh, yes, that is definitely one for you, and I think that it helps you sort of prime this empathy pump which gives you this kind of release of those good Rachel feelings of having been really helpful and been your best self. Useful. Useful. I've been useful today. But you're right. At the end of the day, when I look back, to what fucking end? Yeah. I haven't been useful to myself. Yeah. And you have to remember, your energy is a limited resource. Time is a limited commodity. Those are your two best assets and your biggest liabilities if you waste them. Right. So, so, so here's one piece of advice I can give because there are relationships like this, whole relationships. You know, there are people in my life who I should actually, and I knew someone who, who did this, you can actually, you know, you, you can, you program the name of a caller into your phone, right? But I have a friend who was trying to break up with a boyfriend who owed her $10,000. It was just one of the many reasons she wanted to break up with him is like he owed her all this money. And she programmed his name, Ted, <clears throat> into her phone as owes you $10,000. So every time he called, Smart. every time he texts, yes. it came up as owes you $10,000. And she was like, oh, right. So there are people that I should program into my phone as dangerous time suck. Yes. Or needy motherfucker. Okay, okay, that's that's harsh. You could also simply say it could be a question instead of their name. And the question should be, do you have 20 minutes? Oh, question mark. Right. And if you don't, don't answer that call. Right. Okay? I know. Solving your problems. That's what this whole but podcast so, so is about. Let me just get concrete about it. Mm-hmm. If on balance, if on balance, somebody in your life isn't helping you the way you're helping them, then just recognize that as you're using that person to get away from your stuff. Yeah. Right? You're actually doing it. Don't pretend like it's their fault. Yeah. We're, and ask yourself, am I working on their stuff or yeah, my stuff? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It's sort of like the, the Trump America first, you know? Fuck everyone else. <laughs> Make Rachel great again. Make Rachel great again. All right, I have a I have a one to admit. 
this, let's just call simply, this you and I share for different reasons, but we can call it the rabbit hole, Ugh. where you can actually tell yourself a story that you're working, mm. but you find yourself having gone down various internet hell. It's always internet. It's always on the internet. For me, a lot of times it's about um, online shopping and consumption just in general, where I will tell myself, oh, I'm just going to be really productive because instead of spending an hour going to the store, um, let me just order these three things online and I'm sure they'll come you know, tomorrow and that'll make me feel better. It is so toxic. Yeah. I can also do it as an intellectual rabbit hole. Oh, I can, yeah. If I'm writing a document for a client and I need to know one thing about them, I can find myself 30 minutes later oh my God. reading about Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Suzanne, you know what my big trigger is for those rabbit holes, internet rabbit holes? Something I didn't know. So uh -huh. in a conversation yeah. with someone, well, that's go, scary too. With that's you because very, especially if it's medical. Oh yeah, it's like it's wait, cancer. You never heard of that? Yeah. And I have this little moment of shame, like no. And then I'll go home and go. I'll Google yes. it, and fifteen minutes later, I have a PhD in it from Internet University, and it, it's like it is such an enormous time suck to go. What did he mean by that? What does that word mean? What does that actually mean? And then you go, hmm, what's the etymology? Oh, wait, it was in that essay? I never read that essay. Oh, I – and you look up. Yeah. That's the scary thing. Yes. Seriously, these rabbit holes are – there must be something, I'm sure, that there's a physics term for it, that it bends time. It's like a wrinkle in time where you look up oh, and yeah. it is gone. Yeah. And the the dangerous piece for me is if it's – if I'm in consumption mode – each time I click on that PayPal link to pay for something or the one click on Amazon, I, I've sent my brain a message of, oh, you just got something done. Exactly. And also, Oof. also, you know what? These things live on because when it's online shopping, when it's online shopping, this doesn't yet happen on Internet searches that aren't shopping, but it will. I guarantee you. You get pop-up tales, oh, oh, pop-up yeah. fever for the next three days, which is so freaking yeah. stupid. It's like, I already bought a bucket. Why do I want 10 more buckets? Would I – you think I'm just a bucket buyer? I needed a bucket. Okay. <laughs> well, that would make you a bucket buyer. But not a chronic bucket buyer. Okay, I'm a, a one-time freaking bucket buyer. Yeah. So anyway, I bought a sofa. Oh, you must want 10 sofas for your – no, I just wanted one. But anyway – that pop-up stuff then has a tail that happens. And in the future, I guarantee you, if I was looking down a rabbit hole of educational philosophy, I'll get a lot of pop-ups of that subject. It hasn't yet happened yet. Oh, of the content of subject. Of the content oh. subject oh. pop-ups. Why is that not happening? And the point is this. We are telling ourselves while we're in rabbit hole fever that we are getting something done and we're not. And the antidote to that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. 
With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That disease, I think, is just like anything else. Just You have to literally, it's like f- slapping yourself out of it. You have to stop it and go, down this rabbit right. hole is, is an hour and a half. Um, Tony Schwartz has a philosophy also that I think is oh. helpful about when... When to spend time on things that would, in theory, be the real things you need to get done the that hard, day. The harder stuff. The, hard, the stuff. There's no resistance to a rabbit hole. That's the point. Yeah. It just – things just – that you're skiing down a slope, yeah. right? You're just skiing down. Yeah. What Tony says is begin every day doing the hardest thing first. The thing that resists you or that you're resisting the most, that you – are resisting the most. So we all do the opposite, right? We all start with our email yes. or the shopping thing or the rabbit which, hole. Which all those things are the things that most easily, the path yep. of least resistance yep. when you start your day, checking email, reading the skim, doing all, because every click can lead to another click and another click. So if Tony's saying do the heavy lifting first, it reminds me of this metaphor <laughs> About moving furniture that, that I our, happen to know about. That, your, that our producer gave us. No, I found, you, I just no, know this. Our I'm, producer, Adam, said it's the furniture mover uh, theory. Okay, I just, when I worked my summer jobs as a furniture mover. Yeah, no, you were like a little settee that they were moving. <laughs> um, uh, the furniture theory, furniture mover theory is move the big things first when the energy is high in the day, yeah. which makes perfect, perfect sense. sense. Right. So think about the things that are on your to-do list as the heavy pieces of furniture. Of course, you're going to avoid them as the day goes on. And by the way, this includes working out also. Rachel oh, and I, all, you always, and I always say, if at least if we worked out... How bad can the day How be? How bad can the rest of the day it's be? It's at least I got that. And it really yeah. does work. And I'm sure that if I did some writing or some of the stuff that yes. I really resist first, totally. I would feel so freaking great all day. Yeah. Then I could go down rabbit holes, you know, looking for your seamless bras that you always want <laughs> or the crotchless underwear, you all that I, stuff so that I get lost on It's funny you say you. that. I did go down that rabbit hole. Have you been hearing this advertisement all the time for third love bras? They're, they're everywhere. Okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. This is a rabbit hole that I will not go on because we're actually being taped. You know what is another form of avoiding work, by mm. the way? What? I'm just bringing up another one that I thought of. Let's call it, um... Feedback fantasy. Oh okay. yeah. Oh my right? god. You're 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 you have to make a decision, which is a form of work, right? You have to make a decision whether it's about what wallpaper to use, what venue for a wedding, or 
the work you're doing, uh, choosing some website or wireframe. Signing off on a document that uh, somebody's written for you and it just requires you to just go, yep, Yep. that's good Uh, to go. Yep. And what do you do? You, at that moment, when it's about to leave your desk, leave you and go into the universe, you send it into a feedback frenzy of getting other people's feedback on the decision rather than making it. And this is the fantasy, that you actually think that you're making a decision, but you're not. And the story you're telling yourself when you're doing that is, oh, this is good. This will help make it better. Mm. So if I have to you know, edit a document, why not have three other people look at it before I sign off? Because then it'll just get better with everybody's feedback. Or if I have to choose a, a wallpaper, I'd love to get a couple people's opinion on this. But the truth is the people who do that, who, by the way, are the same people who in a restaurant cannot order yeah. off the menu. They yeah. cannot make a choice without asking the waiter you know what? What do you recommend here? What What's popular? Yeah. What's What's wh- How would you describe this dish? And and what you'll notice about the people who do that, who ask for feedback about their wallpaper, can't order off the menu, can't finalize a document, is that the decisions just don't get made. Well, that's what the point of it is. It isn't actually to get feedback in order to inform a decision. It's to postpone yes. a decision. So that's why Suzanne about five. Five years ago, we started putting oh, in yes. our contracts yes. a clause. A clause. This deliverable will have two rounds of feedback and then approval. Also, we used to have in our contracts uh, that we would hold off payment until the final product was done. Yep. It signed off on by the client. Yeah. We've now added final For- payment due at the time that the client signs off on the final deliverable or no later than August 30th. Exactly. And so it's like if you want to go into feedback frenzy, you're, you're going to pay you. for it. Yeah. You're going to pay for it. The other experience that you know you have, which is if you're ever shopping with someone who requires you know, your input, their mother's input, let's say they're shopping for an important dress for their child's you know, bat mitzvah or graduation, in the end, they don't end up buying anything. They just go around the store. They ask for your opinion. Oh, are they you kidding? Th- I had a friend like this. It took me years to figure out. She'd go, oh, you want to sh- go shopping? First of all, I don't like shopping with anyone but you. Yeah, actually, oh, no, we're good. We're really yeah. good because I'll go, oh, you'd love yeah. this. And we, we are very expensive to shop with <laughs> for each other. Uh, but uh, and very quick. My point yeah. is to get in, to get out and totally. spend as much money as I can. Right. And so but I would go with her and she would try things on and go, well, do you think they'd have a different size in Italy? Can you check with the yeah. source? Oh, yeah. And and then we'd walk out with nothing. And I'd realize, oh, Carol doesn't want to buy anything. Yeah. So this has to stop. Whenever you're at a moment and you're about to send something out into the world, what do you think about this? What And you know at the moment that you're doing that, that the fear inside you is actually, I don't know that I want to decide on this at all. Or I'm hoping that by getting everybody's opinions, maybe this will delay. Or ask yourself, what's the price I'm going to pay by not getting feedback? Is it really that big a price? Yeah. If I make this decision... And my staff doesn't love this the way the comma. 
Am I willing to stand by my opinion? And if not, should I be the leader here if I can't actually stand behind things that I didn't seek 100% feedback on? You know what you and I share in common that I think stops us from we, – look, we are definitely violators of some of these other work avoidance um, tactics that we've talked about today. But the thing that stops us from being feedback fantasy people is that we always believe that – if it's a bad decision, you can correct it yeah. later. Well, I mean, actually, we have the opposite disease, which is the zero feedback. Right, exactly. Like no right. negative feedback. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, we didn't ask anybody. anybody. Anybody, yeah. And But we also do have the mindset of, okay, so, so it's not, you right. know, the way that it could have been had 10 people weighed in. But so what? So if we don't like it. Well, honestly, it's that the anxiety of not making a decision yes, for me is greater yeah. Than having it in limbo, having a de- in fact, it there is a balance here because having a decision that you know needs to be made in limbo, floating out to me is exceptionally painful. Yeah. So summer seems like a good time to try to clean up your shit. Clean up your shit because it's so easy to be distracted in the summer, especially if you live in a place like New York or Chicago, or a place where summer is you know only three a months total a year. Distraction. Total I mean, distraction. I mean, there are. Yeah. A thousand ways that you can not work in extremely busy ways. Yeah. So stop it. Just stop. Just stop it. We'll be back to the big payoff next week. If you like what you heard, you can find us at BigPayoffRadio.com, on iTunes, on the Acast app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, please rate and review us. It matters. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com